We're opening the mics. Oh, I could, I could turn off the speakers here. Yeah. I'll leave our, I'll leave our headphones on. Wait, why do I not hear myself? Woo. Oh, oh. okay. Uh, go. Cool. Just check it out. I might uh, bring down that music a little bit. It's still there, but very low. <laughs> so we've got that. We can see all of you in the chat. Thank you. Oh, good. The fucking thing. No, it's still working. I hope I it doesn't know. come in and out. Uh, <laughs> only now. Does, I don't know. I hope, I hope everything, you can tell us in the chat. Does the stream look constant? Are you seeing everything constantly? Or is there some sort of up and down situation going on with this stream? Uh... Oh, you know what? I think it might be my dodgy fucking phone. Um, Do you need to use my phone? Wait. Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Stream is coming. I know. Look, Tonus fucking Nina Metz made everybody wait 40 minutes, okay? Oh, it's okay. Randall says everything's <laughs> fine. Thanks, man. Uh, okay, bro. I know it's. I'm using my phone as a hotspot this week. It's a bit up and down. Did you um, Did you see... Oh, we can take away the sign. <laughs> Did you, so professional. Did so, you know? So uh, yeah, unlike uh, Mr. Nina Metz. Did you see that this week? That Tunis Nina Metz did a live stream. It was like, Tunis Nina Metz does comedy on live stream for Telecock's birthday. And we were like, all right, what's this going to be like? And uh, it's a bit choppy. I agree it's a bit choppy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm going to switch over. Cool. I think we're we're back, we're we're back, back. again. <laughs> uh, that one's there. I'm doing thumbs up to the camera that <laughs> everyone can see us through. So the OBS software is streaming correctly and we're going back through there live. Thank you for holding on with us all. We appreciate that. Yes, yeah, so, 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 so I was saying, to this minutes, okay, so does this live stream- It was this week? This week, a couple of days ago, okay. on the Telecox Facebook page for their birthday. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, this is going to be interesting. And for a moment, I was thinking to myself, as I might, I was like, oh, is Pustiella, Pustiella Commedia, Pustiella, Pustiella Commedia. It sounds like you're from Muhammad or something. Pustiella Commedia may actually work better over live stream because it was never funny to begin with. But, but. That was me being a hater. Anyway, so uh, it took, they were f- like 30 minutes late. Why, but, but why? I guess technical difficulties. Oh, okay, okay. Because, so they had a, a, a stage set up in Kotori Katel. Wow. Like a full fucking stage. That's and extra. all it was, and, and we were like, really, is Nina Mitz gonna stand there and do material, really? In fairness to them, they actually did a call to the fucking, what are those twins, the Pierce twins? Is that those guys, Pierce? What are those actor twin guys? Good looking actor. They did look. They made it into a video podcast. Oh, okay, okay. And there okay. was two of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it was like like a Bustiella Gulaport. It was them mm. asking then, and then okay. questions, and that worked. And we were like, oh yes, even Nina Metz doesn't want to do material down a live stream. And we went, okay, uh, we probably have the right idea too. So that was very interesting to mm. see. Scream back a little bit. Um, that happened this week, but they were like thirty fucking minutes late. So anyway, we're here. Thank so you. So we're only much. like 
Nine minutes late. We're Yay. only nine minutes late. We're still here. We yeah. moved the screen down. Thank you for coming in again, Scylla. I don't have away. a life. <laughs> the circus is in town again. Yay. <laughs> like, can you imagine me walking every time here? <laughs> like, people are like, what the? What the fuck is this bitch like? You know, just, <laughs> because afternoon. I had like yeah, I had like my mask, a full makeup, wig, mm. everything, sweating, looking crazy. <laughs> this is an odd time of the day to be doing the walk of shame. <laughs> <laughs> There's no shame in what I do, okay, honey. <laughs> I have no shame. Like, but I, but actually, I like the attention. Like, people are like weird out by me, and I'm like, I like it. You like that? I That's love that. Thing? Yeah, it's just like you know, they just look at me and like, uh, like okay. But I don't mind. I don't. I don't mind. I get actually because I want to feel again a little bit uncomfortable, you know. Because sometimes when you're at stage and you fuck up, and you're just like you're swe sweating, and you're like, oh shit, I really fucked up, you know. Mm. And you need to get over that. And I like to have this feeling again that okay, it's weird to walk around like looking like this and having like glasses and like you know. You want to be unique a little bit. What? Yeah. We all do. I yeah. mean, even me. Yeah. I've got. I still got my bandito. Thing on. People are not wearing masks. Like yeah, I was the I only, I was the only one. Like, and I had super X, like pink one, big one around. Like yeah, that. yeah, like really, like. I've got to say, my observation: Estonians do not know how to use masks. No. You guys are like, I was on a film shoot the other day for an ad. The film crew, they had a mask and they're pulling it off. It's around their face. They're all fucking Martin Hellemers at a press conference. Ha. All of them, like, they pull it down over the nose. They're just wearing it. And the nose is showing. Like, no one knows how to use a mask. So. Look, I'm allowed to go to the supermarket. Show us your mask, Silla. That's a fair. That's a fair question. I look. I didn't see who that was from. All I saw was a comment saying, "Show us your blank, Silla." And I went, "Whoa, okay." That's not the kind of show. Yeah, I'm like, that's for OnlyFans. So. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, mask, mask, mask." Yeah, mask, mask is a possibility. Sure. Uh, so let's see Silla's mask. I'm not gonna wear it, but. It was like, it's um, made from this, I don't know, like really eco material, like really okay. like nice. Your friend made it or something? My Estonian friend, Yeah, designer. my friend made it, made it. So it's a new brand. And I was the first customer. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I don't it's know how to do it. It's silky, I'm not gonna touch it. I don't oh, yeah, want to yeah. <laughs> Don't touch mask. it, it's disgusting. <laughs> because I've already used it, but, <laughs> but yeah, you can it actually. Looks like, it looks like a really <laughs> oversized thong bikini. <laughs> like, I don't know if you put your legs through that or something. And then it oh, comes oh up my God. around. <laughs> Who would like, what would be the purpose? <laughs> okay. No, it's, it's not like, no, like, no, these are not talking panties. No. <laughs> talking panties. Uh, actually you can put a filter here and whatever, like, so I like- Oh the, yeah, yeah, replace it that time of month. Sure. <laughs> it's great. It's, you wash it out. It's reusable. It's very echo. That's Very hipster. This is Teleskivi. I don't know what the fuck are we talking about. That's right. Okay, I'll pull my. I don't have to no longer look. I was going to say so this week we are drinking it's really nice. Jacob's Creek Riesling. Mm -hmm. uh, not bad. 2008. Jacob's Creek is uh, Australia. I am a gangster. I know, Rondo. Thank you, Rondo. I'm keeping it real. It's the only time that I'm allowed to walk into a supermarket looking like, like the Bloods or the Crips, or oh. I'm the subject of a Banksy photo. Okay, bloods were red, so yeah, bloods. Bloods, I'm the bloods, okay. Don't, so, <laughs> you cannot fuck it up. So this week uh, we're drinking Jacob's Creek Riesling, a lovely Australian wine company. And if you would like my tip about uh, 
like if you want a good Australian wine, here's a tip. Don't take any wine that has a picture of a kangaroo or some Aboriginal painting or any stereotype shit. I like, brought yellow tail last time. Yeah, I didn't want to tell you. Um, no, I'm kidding. Like we don't have those brands in Australia. Like, cause Australian wouldn't here's have the that thing. brand. I usually never buy with this. Maybe they changed the, the label. The cork, you know. Okay, yeah, like, the, the screw I, top, I, screw the top. screw top, yeah. I never buy it, but like, because I know you don't have a wine opener. So that's why I bought it because I was like, it's okay, it's passable wine. Excuse me. No, it was good. It was good. No. <laughs> like you're just Look, it's just general it. tips. If you're trying to find what, you know, what's the authentic in Australia. Look, we're, look, we're going to the Teleskivi Rimi. We're not exactly yeah. in the fine wine section of the vino tech here. Yeah, it's just you got did, to compute my end. Yeah, you did the best you could. No, 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 it's all good. It's all yeah. good. It wasn't, Jesus, it wasn't all about, you fucking made it all about you all of a sudden. Jesus. Of course, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know me? <laughs> like, so, um, yeah, okay. It, it's a good tip. And mm. I, I usually don't drink uh, Australian wines anyway, but. Okay. Whatever. That's what we're doing, Jacob's mm. Creek. Yeah, I like it. Lise nice. likes to make moonshine five euros per bottle, DM me. <laughs> Dang, Lise. Okay. You're, no, like, you're the gangster. You need this shit on. You're the fucking gangster making your own moonshine. That's one thing I really like about Estonians. Estonians know how to hustle. Mm. They can lose their job. They can be like really like low and down and whatever. And they're going to be like, bitch, I'm going to learn new skills. I'm going to uh, do this. I'm going to start a company. I'm going to make Skype. I don't know. Whatever. Like, you know, they're going to make shit happen. And I like that, you know. I'm so. making the mask. We got Sandra. Yes. I had the t-shirt on. Yes. This week I'm representing uh, my, my man, Jamali Maddox. Uh, he's a comedian. Maybe some of you might have seen his show. We had him booked in, but then that Corona thing happened. We're not allowed to have the guests, but the old Vape Lord shirt. So I'm representing Actually, Jamali. I just re remember I was supposed to go to Helsinki in two weeks to see Eliza. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I knew. That got, that got, we're working on Eliza. I like it's very it's so when we're presenting international comedians it's so hard to talk about it because there's deals you get all the time in my email I get do you want this comedian you want that comedian you want mm. this and like we want dates give us some dates at the hall and the budget and so I've got all these budgets that are pre-done I just call up the hall and I'm like yo Alexa yo Venekatorikeskus uh you know have you got these dates and so I've kind of can just in like 10 minutes notice give an offer for a comedian because and you have to yeah they're like, do you want Eliza? Do you want Bert Kreischer? Do you want Mark Maron? Any of these guys. Yeah. And I know we did put an offer in, and, and it's, I want to talk more about the different comedians we get offers for, but it's a little bit like you can't unless they're confirmed yeah. until there's yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. contract yeah, signed. Yeah. And even if you're like, oh, we made an offer on this and we made an offer on that, it's still not super cool because part of the game is that you're getting all the time. like. The agent for a big agent for a big comedian will be like sometimes like, okay, what I'll put the feelers out. How much can I get from a tour of Europe? Like Americans yeah. know what Europe is. Mm -hmm. And then they'll go like, oh no, no, that's bullshit. She's got a TV show. So nothing is guaranteed, True. but we've been making offers on Eliza. When we get the offer, we're making an offer for it. Let's just say a big venue. I'm well convinced. I wasn't quite as convinced like six months ago. Okay. I'm well convinced now that Eliza could sell a shit ton of tickets. Yeah. Uh, probably because I've been watching Netflix and I'm like, dang, this chick everywhere. She is. Uh, I really like her specials on Netflix, mm. uh, all of them, but she did a sketch show and I was not into that. 
Okay, well, so sometimes, so, you know, like you can be funny, but it depends on the context. It is, and it's hard. Maybe the yeah. writers aren't right. Yeah. You don't know the conditions that they were put on. I mean, it's not the Chappelle show. Yeah, because that's the greatest TV show that has ever existed and ever mm-hmm. will exist. Yeah, yeah. But of course, men were already t- attacking her. But he's like, so this show proves that you're not funny. I have to watch it like Jimmy Carr to restore my faith in humanity. Oh my God. I was like, oh wow, God. who is insecure? Eliza or you, bitch? I'm like- I saw there was a movie, she was in a, like a kind of a, a Netflix movie with Mark Wahlberg, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spencer something, Spencer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, Did I, you see it? I didn't see it, but I saw the ad for that. It's all right. Like it's not the greatest movie. Mm-hmm. It's just a bit silly. It's kind of a crime drama. I wanted more action, but she's got to put on a Boston accent. Hilarious. And she plays a hilarious character and she's a really good, like it's worth seeing it. If you're a fan of Eliza, you'll probably be happy oh, to watch so it for an hour and a half. I really wanted to see her and I was like waiting. I, I was like, yeah. I'm going to take a week holiday. You know, I'm going to go to Finland. I'm going to do so many things. Like the, it's my friend is having her birthday party. Supposed to have like yeah, yeah, yeah. before the crisis, of course. And I was like, I was really excited. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna cancel everything, you know. Oh, boohoo, we can't go to Finland. What a fucking problem. That was like, uh, for Eliza, I would go there. Yeah, okay, like, you true, know? true. And true, I have true, friends true. there still, so. True. And it's just, it's one of those things as well. Like, why is Eliza in Helsinki? Because the tickets are 50 fucking euros there or whatever. How much were they? Tell me how much were they? Uh, the cheapest one was 35. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. It was like starting from 35. Until sixty-five or something like it's like right, depends right, where you 60. sit because it's a, like a big venue, so sure. you can really sit in the front. Like it, it depends. But I remember when uh, Louis C.K. was in Helsinki, yeah. the tickets started like fifty-five euros right. or so, something like Which that. Which is tough because the the highest tickets. I mean, even John Cleese's. I didn't have the power to set the price of the John Cleese tickets, mm. and they were very high, and they're higher than I would would like them to be. But that yeah. was out of my control, um, which is cool. And then people still bought them, so it's fine. In general, I try, I think the average ticket I, I wanted for Eliza and Talon was 30. Yeah. Or 30, a little, maybe 30. Like, okay, there's always front rows. There's always people who want the front rows and they'll pay a little bit more. I was trying to make the average ticket 30. And that's a bit of a game as well because they'll be like, the agent's like, yo, you realize we're from America mm. and we earn so much money and mm. you're giving me this bullshit offer from this fucking Soviet, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, that's what I think is fair. And you know, then I, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, you know? Yeah, it's tough. And I've always been surprised because we've had a lot of great names here uh, in Estonia. Like, I mean, even like in terms of bands or concerts or whatever, we had like biggest names. Like even Madonna has performed here. This is true. Like Madonna, like I was, yeah. I was like, Madonna came to Tallinn. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Is she a doppelganger? Like, is it really happening? You know, like, <laughs> because I've seen Moby, like there's been Rammstein has been here, Metallica, everybody, everybody like actually sure. it's, and it's cool, I, I love it. But sometimes I understand why certain artists would not come because they're like, I don't care if I have like 10 fans in Estonia, that's not gonna sell my albums or, you it know. Could like, be. You yeah, know, th- I mean, like, that's certainly a factor. I mean, the small population size. Um, I, I think also the, the ticket prices for music yeah. is different for the ticket prices for comedy. Absolutely. So absolutely. you will, or y'all seem to be very happy to pay 50, 60, 70 to see your favorite band yes. in, in, in Laulavaliak. Yeah. Um, but I was extremely hesitant on that price on John Cleese. Um, but as I said, external factors and mm-hmm. you know, those, those two John Cleese shows did sell out anyway. So that was still cool. And, uh, but it's not, it, it, it's something I think I think a lot about like 
that balance between how much do I need to give the artist to make that appealing? Again, not to the yeah. artists. The artists are all cool, right? Agents. It's their <laughs> agents who are like, because that's their job. Their job is to make the most money mm -hmm. for their client. Get the best offer. And yeah. that's the thing. So the agent's going money, money, money. And then I'm going, ah, these Estonians, I'm not sure they mm. have that much money. Oh. Um, yeah. And the last thing you want to do is put a show with a high ticket price on sale. And you know, people don't can't come or yeah. or whatever. So anyway, Eliza, it's working. It's coming, you know, when things happen, we're gonna be working on that one. Yes, I'm gonna be on the front row. <laughs> 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 Definitely. So tell me, um, you were saying before the show that, because uh, I mean, it's, it's like this with podcasts that all the conversations happen before the show and then we have to be like, like I'm like, Silla, shh, shh. And I never shut up. Yeah, shh, later. Wait till the live stream turns on, Silla. Um, that a friend of yours misinterpreted uh, that this is now show number six, that we've done six weeks of this. Yes. And your friend misinterpreted what that might mean. Yeah, so the thing is like, I'm getting sick of people congratulating me being in a relationship with Louise. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm not>. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> Streamers are coming from the ceiling. Fireworks. It was, yeah. like, it was so awkward to say like, no, we're friends just making the best of the shitty situation. You know, we're just talking and like, but the thing was like, I never, I don't like to post a lot on my social media. And then like every week it's like, see like Louis, see like Louis. No. And then people were like, what? Like, I'm so happy for you. You finally <laughs> met. <laughs> I was like, no, I was, no. That is, that's so weird. Cause it's like, imagine that you, like you, you, you meet somebody, you think they're nice and you're like, baby, baby, baby. Do you want to come on my live stream? Like what? Like you're just getting to know one another. You're hanging out, you're awkward. And you're like, yeah, baby, you know what we need to do? Broadcast ourselves to a whole bunch of people on a Friday afternoon. That's Yeah, it's 2020, you know, it's, it needs to be online. Otherwise it's not real. <laughs> you're on Bumble or you're on your social media, your Tinder or whatever it is. And the guy's like, hey, baby, you are, uh, <laughs> hey, you know, you know, uh, look, uh, I got some, uh, wanna come on my live stream. I'm like what? <laughs> But it was like, you know, it, it, like on my Instagram, like uh, it wasn't like my best friends or something because my best friends know and they actually watch it, you know, and they know mm. what's going on and they know that we've known each other for years. But it was like people like who don't know me that well and mm. like uh, Dissident Podcast fans were like, oh, it's so like, you're so cute. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, <It's> like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was funny for me. Like, I was like, okay. I was like, well, whenever, like the thing is like, you can do this live with, Daniel or with Mika, what, whoever, like, right. and nobody is ever gonna be, oh, so Daniel, cute that I these know. guys ended up together. La, 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 True, la, la. I was sitting, Daniel was just sitting there a couple of days ago yeah, and I, I was saw stroking it. his mullet. I will not stroke your hair, <laughs> but I was stroking Daniel's mullet, stroking that hair, but no one says nothing about that, you know? Yeah, because you're all living heteronormative lives. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was kind of like unexpected for me. I was like, uh, no, I just, I was like, 
I'm just trying new things, you know. I don't know what to do in this situation. It's so funny the idea of congratulating somebody on a relationship. Like, congratulations. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I'm at that this. <laughs> like, it's an achievement. <laughs> yes. You did it. Good on you. It was difficult for a while. <laughs> yeah, there was adversity, but you overcame that adversity. And congratulations. <laughs> I'm going to send you a card. We're going to write down the day. Wow. There's going to be a thing we're going to put up on the wall. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> that is so sad. I remember people's like, I think like my first serious relationship that I was like, I was living with the guy. And then actually my friends were like, because I was talking like, oh, la, 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 we went to this and we did that. And they were like, yeah, whatever, Sila. Like, they didn't believe me that I had a boyfriend for like six months. And they finally, like when they saw him at my birthday, they were like, oh, he's not imaginary. He's like really real. And I was like, what the fuck? So when you do have a boyfriend, they don't believe you. No. At all. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, these fucking friends, jerky <laughs> friends. I just saw two days ago, I saw my best friend. Uh, I didn't have any makeup on. I was wearing sweatpants and you know, just like, mm. it's, a, it's a crisis. I don't give a fuck. I haven't, you know, just like, you know. Uh, like he was like laughing. He was like, I was like, what? Like, I remember the time when you still had eyebrows. <laughs> I was like, because I didn't have any makeup on. And I was like, bitch, it has been a long time since I went to a beauty salon and I got my brows waxed and done uh -huh. and la la la. And he's like, it's just like, you really look like shit <laughs> like, I'm not used to you. Asking. Some of that typical <laughs> Estonian honesty coming through. Ooh, I, know, so I love that shit. Estonian people stay yeah. brutal shit to you and go, what? I am honest, Estonian. Yeah. No, that's yeah, yeah, brutal yeah, like He was shit. literally like, so you've been through chemo or some shit. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, why are we friends? Like, why it, took me, it took me a moment. We, yeah. I, I ran into Scylla at Prisma the other day. I was just doing my shopping. I got eggs. <laughs> I got bananas. You know the joke. And, uh, and I hear Lewis, Lewis. And I turned around and I was like, I don't know that person. Like this was like eight meters away. And I'm like, I don't know who that person is. I don't recognize that person. No makeup. No nothing, just the regular sweats. Glasses, yeah. Glasses. I'm like, uh, I don't, <laughs> I've never seen that person before in my life. <laughs> and uh, I had to be, it was about this far yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, we were and I was like, far. huh? Silla? Is that you? Oh, good to see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Shady bitches. Like, I was like, what? I don't like, if I'm at home, I'm going to the store. I'm like, just, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not gonna wear a fucking wig. And no, you should, absolutely, like, absolutely. I don't give a fuck. No, I, but yeah, it's funny, yeah, like no. people take a moment to recognize that like, oh, oh, yeah, it's- When you're not all- Dressed up, yeah, yeah. Because thing. I usually like uh, really social, I go out, I go parties, you know, so I, of course I put on a nice dress, I put on makeup and stuff, and it's pretty basic. Especially when I'm going on stage or whatever. So basic, oh my God, so basic <laughs> bitch. <laughs> mm. But yeah, if I see somebody at the store, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, just that. It's Estonia style. We see everybody at the store. Yeah, I do see everybody at the store. Yeah. And you were like, oh. I never see anybody at the store. That's what freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> never ever do I ever come across anyone in the store. I'm going to pour some more wine out. Okay. Um, so oh, I should be polite and give me that. Yeah, we don't need that. manners. No. This is YouTube. <laughs> um, Tano. Uh, yeah, Tano says, what do I think about wombats? Wombats Aww. is a weird, a weird, small, fat Australian creature. Do you know what a wombat yeah, is? Yeah, they're so cute. They're tiny, tiny bears, like really 
like they look like bears. Kind of, but not the koala. You're not confusing with the no, koala, no, no, no. are you? Mm-hmm. Koala's no, in the no. tree, the one bats on the ground. Yeah, I know, I know. They're right. mammals. Um, yeah, very old, look at you. Oh, silly nose animals and shit. Hey, <laughs> I'm not as stupid as I look, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from her mouth. I, Silla Kadri Sima, I am not as stupid as I look. <laughs> Sorry. That's actually, uh, I remember when I, when I used to work in Finland, I got that comment a lot. Oh, you're not actually as dumb as I thought you were. <laughs> oh, bro. I was like, well, okay. I fucking hope I have a degree and shit and like I actually read books. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, like, I like to joke. I like to talk about silly things, uh, dress, dress yeah. whatever, you know, just like- Dress outrageously, like, do it. Yeah, why not? Do it. You know. So this week, I uh, one of the things that I enjoyed this week is I- got the chance on my podcast to talk to Tavi Roivas. The Tavi Roivas. Yeah, yeah, because there's, the there's a Tavi Roivas impersonator. <laughs> he goes to birthdays. He does balloon, clown balloon shit. He'll come to your kid's 10th birthday party. He's not the real Tavi Roivas, but I got the real Tavi Roivas to come into the studio. He sat across from me and uh, it was cool. It was nice. Um, I mean, he's a nice guy and he asked me like, I mean, we met and then he's like, wait, what did I agree to? And I'm like, well, first of all, thank you that you had sure. the faith in me that you would come. I said, we're gonna have a talk. And I said, we're gonna be an hour. And he's like, an hour? And I went, no, 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 no. And, and, and the thing is that I think when the guests come in, they don't realize that it takes 45 minutes to warm up. Like after 45 minutes, we're good. Now we're talking. Now we're talking about the past, some stuff about him. It takes that time and even, we talked for an hour 15 then I was like, yo, Tavi, you said you had a call to make. And he's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I gotta make the call. Um, that the most satisfying thing for me was that he lost track of time. That personally, as, a, as, a, as an interviewer, sure. that he managed to get lost in that moment. And it was nice and it was fun to talk to him. Uh, I wanted to talk to him. He does look like Quagmire, giggity, giggity, but, uh, he, it was fun to talk, I wanted to talk to him because I figured that everyone, like he's always getting asked the same shit as a politician. What do you want to talk about politics? What's this, that, the government, all this shit. And I just want to talk about anything but politics. And it's hard, he's a politician. Um, Tavi's Me Too moment. No, see, I wanted to stay away. Did I discuss Tavi's Me Too moment? No, because I wanted to be nothing controversial. Sure. Like nothing, the chronicle, yeah, yeah, yeah. no headlines. When I was writing out my show notes, I always write out show notes, like anything that could be vaguely a headline. I just didn't want to go in that direction. Just cause I think that's what the most of the media is always looking for. Yeah. So we talked and it was nice. And uh, it was interesting for me as an interviewer because he wants to go into politician rhetoric. And I mean that respectfully, that politicians have a certain way of speaking yeah. and a certain manner of rhetoric means a kind of a bad word these days, but it's in ancient times, rhetoric was just a method of speaking. Like it meant like to give a good speech. And I mean it in that terms, not like the fucking, you're just saying dumb shit. Like he has a way, how politicians way of talking. And it was interesting to let him talk like that for a bit and then try to steer us into something about him. And then we got somewhere and then he would naturally go to some sort of more politician style talk. I let him go for that a bit and then pull him back in again. Like, no, 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 let's talk about this. And it was fun. It was fun because 
I mean, this is not his first rodeo. He's had many an interview before. And I'm really, I'm the inexperienced one here. He's the experienced one in this circumstance as a politician. Yeah. And by the end, uh, and because I, I think in Estonia, it's a little bit easy to dismiss Tavi. I think we, in our small country and in our small thing, we're a bit like, ah, that guy, he was the fucking, what? yeah, he was the prime minister, but whatever. We see him at the shops. He was the young guy who was the prime minister. And it. we can tend to boil these things down a little bit to just, you know, like an anecdote or like, ah, that but guy. But you also made jokes about him, I remember. I did, and absolutely I did, for because sure. Because you were like, oh, what is he, like 18? Uh, like, I remember like you making extra jokes. Turns out he's three months older than me. He's also 40. Dead set. He was dead set. He's 40. I checked. You should take some tips from him. He's three months older than me. Uh I know. And uh, yeah, I wanted to just talk to him about anything uh, to see what he's like. And, And we settled in and he started to talk about, by the end of it, in the last, if you check the last 45 minutes, he speaks about when he was the prime minister and he was the youngest prime minister. Well, mm-hmm. not Martla, but that was kind of different days. Yeah. Young prime minister. He did this first and he did this first. And, you know, you could see he's proud of his achievements, as he should be. Of course. He's had amazing achievements. You're not the fucking prime minister. You sit at home and watch motocross videos or some shit, right? Like, and he wasn't bragging. You could see, like, he was just a guy talking about what he did and he genuinely was proud of his achievements and that was nice. It wasn't yeah. bragging or nothing and that was kind of cool when he started to talk about that and I wish we had more time but, you know, busy guy, he had to take yeah. a call. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. I, I, I like that one. That's nice and I, I I like that you actually respected him and just talked to him as a person because I know that they put on a lot of facade. They already know what the answer should be because they have yeah. so much people. You need, you need to communicate that message and you need to put it, you know, like you're not an- actually answering the questions. You're all like leading, you know, a like- A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it can be really tough to go through the wall, you know, because he's uh, so prepared. To, he's like- Okay, you're gonna ask me this. I'm gonna answer this. You're gonna ask me this. I'm gonna. You already, yeah, and right. he knows because yeah, yeah, as yeah. a politician, if he says something contrary to that, bam, article, headline, absolutely controversy. Yes. So that's what I mean with that politician rhetoric. Again, not that he speaks in a bad way, but due to the media, due yeah. to the way that we analyze every word that a, a famous person says, that he's learned to speak carefully. Absolutely. And that's normal. That's how it is. So if you're a public figure, you you know, you need to be you really to. careful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you cannot just talk shit on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I get that. I get that because there's a lot of eyes on him and it's mm. like and people and people actually remember like you, you fuck up once and that's three, what they remember, not your achievement. Absolutely. Like they always remember yeah. like, "Oh, no, this guy did that or he said that or like it's always like that." So People remember the negative. They're more drawn to the drama, the scandalous things, you know, that, oh, oh my God, I can't believe he said that, you know, so that, that that's, if, if he, like, if he is successful and he does something amazing, then people are like, huh, you know. Yeah, whatever. He did that we, we thing, accept, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. we but. expect that from that, but, you know. Mm. So I get that. And it's nice. I, I was surprised that he was actually, like, willing to come, you know, just like. Yeah, nice guy. Like, super nice dude. Mm. Really nice guy. Because I've met him a few times, so I guess he knew who I was. Yeah. I've uh, Also, I've been at events. So if I'm usually hosting some company party, some international event, so uh, I might 
see him there. And a couple of times when I've been at the events, maybe Louisa is performing. So I've been able to say hello to Louisa as well. Yeah. Um, so that's the reason how I kind of, not really I know people, but at least like they know who the fuck I am. So when I talk to them, Queen Slay, Tim Reedy. Uh, Tavi, yeah, oh, Tavi. Go fuck yourself. Uh, no, Tavi's great. So um, yeah, but hey, the next ones I want to get on is I am talking to, hopefully already next weekend, to uh, sex uh, like therapists and sex researchers and mm-hmm. stuff like this. So I have this lady uh, who, who is working in Tartu mm-hmm. and she's an expert in, you know, sex stuff, let's say. So yeah, I want to talk to her about male porn addiction. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to her about male sexuality. I want to talk about from a male. And then I want to find a man sex researcher as well. Okay. So anyway, we got that one hooked up with this uh, nice lady. She's already agreed to, to talk to me mm. about nice. men. Cause I think, like coming back to the thing about you, uh, I think we can also relate it to, uh, no, uh, her name is Christina something. She was lovely. I'm really sorry. I remember her name, but she's based in Tato. Um, Like how men react to women. And I think so much of it is coming back to this porn thing that we're not really talking about in society and the negative reactions. And we even saw that this week on the Comedy Estonia channel with the reactions to Ann Vida had a video this week. Really? And anytime- I saw that the video, but like- Right, anytime a woman puts out a video, it's just instant gonna get a certain amount of responses. And then Anne is, well, I mean, and then Anne is, as she says, a lesbian. And she's also very politically active. She's also, you know, putting a, her opinion out there and right on, right on. Not that she should be holding back, absolutely not. And then that provokes the opposite response from certain members of the male community and I, that's it's fucked up, but I'm interested in that dynamic. Well, guys are just jealous because she has had more pussy than you. Like, I'm just, I'm gonna, just gonna say that, honey. Like, don't Bam. be jealous. Don't be jealous. <laughs> True. She's a lesbian. Why are you upset with her? Yeah. Like the thing is, like, um, it, it's just, it goes back way, 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 like generations before, like how women b- were perceived. Like, hmm. no, just you stay at home. You don't need a degree. You don't need to work. You just like, you just take care of things and kids and you know and stuff like that. Times have changed, but people have not. Let's just say that because I remember, like, I still fight with my grandpa about like not having kids and stuff. And I'm like, how many times do we have to go over this? And it's like, no, maybe, like, I, I get it, you know. And when you grow up as a woman, you're like, yeah, you kind of get used to it. You kind of get used to the hate, the, the sexism, the discrimination, like all of that. You get, you just have to like have to have a tough skin and just like fuck it and live your truth. And you know, and, and I, I have so much respect for Anvaida because I think she's hilarious. She is. She's very funny. Absolutely. Like I remember, like I was doing open mics for like two years, and she came and I was like, "Fuck, I'm quitting." <laughs> Fuck, like she actually has something to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just peak personality, but I'm like, oh, yeah. That's a very interesting point. That's a very uh, good point that you made. That in stand up, you're like, "How can I be a better comedian?" Um, you know, having a point of view yeah. is absolutely a huge part of stand up. Because I can tell yeah. stories all day long. Right. But if it's like, okay, that's yeah, you had some crazy life, but. What's the point? What are you trying to say? Like, what are you trying to tell? Like, is there like some underlying, like, okay, like it, it doesn't have to be even like a social issue. It doesn't have to be LGBTQ issue, whatever, but it can be like mm. something more. And it, actually when you hear like a really good set and you're like, I learned something today. Mm. I'm like, wow, that's really, and, and that's the like the beauty of comedy when you actually 
learn something or you get a different perspective and you can actually laugh about something that is really traumatic or really tough or whatever. Like, so that's why I love comedy. I really, yeah. So I, I like, uh, shout out to Ayn Vida. Ayn's <laughs> doing great. And yeah. I think when, when a, a, a young stand-up comedian and I mean young and maybe new, uh, you know, new to comedy, let's even say, uh, there's two ways that you can sort of evolve. First of all, maybe you come along, you're doing some comedy, you're doing some stand-up, and maybe you got the jokes, right? Maybe you're just really good at writing a punchline, being mm -hmm. a bit silly, and you, you're just fooling around. And then after a while, and then your progression though, in that case, if someone's like good at writing jokes, a bit silly, a bit fun, but it's like, what is this person saying? Where are they coming from? Who are they? Yeah. Their job for that comedian is then to work out what their perspective is. Mm -hmm. What am I saying? Who am I? What's my point of view? And then when you combine being I'm silly, I know how to write a punchline, it's fun with a point of view, oh, yeah. then that's when it gets. Now there are other comedians who come along who have a point of view first and a great personality. And then you're like, yeah, I get it. I see your thing. Mm -hmm. You're coming in from that perspective. You're trying to say something. You clearly know who you are, but you know, the jokes, eh, that's also fine. The jokes can come as well. One of them, you know, one can come before the other, it's okay. So there's a certain type of comedian that you go like, you're trying to say something, you're not that funny. No problems. Just get better at writing jokes. And then they get better at writing jokes and then it's the same goal. Oh, I've got a perspective, but now I know how to write a joke. And you yeah. can, both of them are very legitimate ways to grow as a performer. Absolutely. And it was because of actually, I don't do stand up anymore, but it was because of stand up, I realized that podcasts, uh, the thing for me like you know like I was just like I need that other person being next to me so I can bounce and I can just have a dynamic and you know chemistry making fun of each other and just coming back and forth and just being whatever like I always needed the second person I didn't know that before I met Mariana and then I was like oh and then the people are like oh my god you're hilarious and I'm like I've been saying that for years <laughs> nobody fucking knows to me. <laughs> but I needed like, like because I needed somebody like you know, I can be really crazy and like, just like make mm. no sense. And I needed somebody to just be level, leveling right. me down and just like giving me different perspective, different things and uh, different ideas because we're so different with Mariana. Like she doesn't drink at all. She works with the police and she's like this, and that, you know, and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Like I'm totally crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's different and I, I like that. And yeah, that's why we had like immense, uh, like dynamic and chemistry immediately. Like I was like, yes. And that's the way actually how I am when I'm talking with you, somebody like with my friends or whatever, then I like, but it was so hard for me to do it alone on stage. Just like I was telling stories, but people were like, sometimes, okay, yeah, okay. But most of the time they were like, what the fuck is she talking about? I don't have, I don't know how to give the context and they don't get what, what I am, who I am. And I was like really struggling, but I was like, yeah, I found the podcasting and I was like, yes, this is what I'm supposed to do. So I was happy. I think actually that one doesn't exclude the other because sure. there's a spectrum of you're growing as an artist, you're growing as a comedian, you're growing as a performer. And I think that it's like, and I and I would agree with you. And again, uh, not, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Like, yeah, you, at, at this moment in time, you're a way better podcaster. 
right? Cool and excellent. Now that doesn't mean that's always going to be the way. That means you're doing podcasting, you found your thing, you're learning how to present, you're learning how to tell your stories, you're learning how to do your thing. Like that doesn't mean that when you go, not go back, but keep dabbling in stand-up, that will help you because you've just been doing so much presenting, talking, True. entertaining that, you know, that will make that one better. Or you've just, after so much time, you worked out like, oh, that's how jokes work. Oh, I found that thing. So I think it, it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. I think that your growth as a performer can come through podcasts. You get an audience, you learn what's funny, learn how to talk. And as you mature as an entertainer, I think that the stand-up is not this thing that you can never do because you're more experienced. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, you know, that, how do you feel comfortable with? Absolutely. Whatever, like, I don't think one excludes the other. I, I totally agreed. It was the thing that I didn't find my voice particularly when I was alone and I didn't know my audience at mm. all. And I just like the best time that I had was like when I was roasting somebody from the audience, I had <laughs> the fucking, like I had, I was like, fuck everything. Like I'm gonna just like, I don't know you, but <laughs> you're gonna hear everything about like I, it's, yeah. and I had so much great time and uh, you know, but it's really tough and it doesn't happen all the time. It's really rare. And when it does, it's like, it's great energy and stuff like that, but it's hard to hard to sell it every time. So, but no, I had I had great time just doing open mics and it was so much fun. I, I really I really did enjoy it and uh, I I've, I've seen so much stand up in my life and it's something that I really enjoy. I think it's cool and I think that as stand up comedians we often are too narcissistic because heaven forbid this is, really? an art, this is an art form <laughs> where we have to stand on a stage alone under lights with between anywhere between one and a thousand people watching you. So can be a little bit narcissistic and willing to admit that yeah. one. But it gave me so much confidence because if mm. I could do that, I could moder I, I could be a host or do whatever shit yes. because I've already had a room full of people like not impressed. Not impressed at all. <laughs> and you're like, I did not know that my eyeballs can sweat. And like, you know, it's like literally you're just like, I'm going to die. Mm. <laughs> and like, it, it can be really bad. It can be really good, but it can, you, know, you sure. never know. And after you go through these, like all the highs and lows, and then you're like, okay, I can do fucking anything. Like, I'm not afraid of the camera anymore. I'm not afraid of trying new things. And like, it, it gave me so much confidence. And I'm like, I didn't have that before. Although I am a confident person, but I had some like some reservations, you know, because I'm still Estonian. <laughs> you know, it's still like mm, I don't know, mm, yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, right. And I I think that there's something particular. I mean, there's many different forms of comedy: stand-up sure. comedy, sketch comedy, improv comedy. I don't know, writing comedy, parody, whatever, parody, all kinds of different kinds, right? But I think the thing is that stand-up comedy more than the rest of them is arrogant because we're singularly on a loan on a stage. And so we develop this narcissism and this arrogance and we develop this like looking down at every other form of comedy. Like, oh, improv comedy. Uh, those guys who just make up whatever or, you know, scripted sketches, whatever. And I, I think we mm -hmm. yeah, I get end it. a little bit of, and which might like all arrogance can help you in some ways, but often mm, so it's good. like you overhype because for me, entertainment is entertainment. Right. Yes. So I sure. And, and I think that's the thing. Like we look like 
it's great to be good at any sort of comedy. Absolutely. Yeah. Any sort of entertainment. And I have a feeling that as you develop and you clearly have through the stand-up, through what you do, through the podcast, sorry, you'll be able to go back to stand-up and be more present and more aware and because you're more experienced to know like, okay, I just got to do this to make stand-up work. Definitely gonna be like two people in the audience who actually know me, and I'm like, fuck yeah. Yes, you got your audience. That's what you do. That's all these podcasts yeah. are is a way for people to get more. I mean, imagine that. Like, I was, this is what I was grilling Daniel when, so uh, last night uh, uh, we were on Tim Reedy's podcast. You should, the Crack Den, Crack, like the Irish Crack, Cart, C. I don't get the name. R A. No, no, Crack is a Irish term for like the good times. Oh. So you would say C-R-A-I-C, not okay. crack as in yeah, because cr- smacky, wacky, cracky. I, I was thinking like cracking jokes or something like crack. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, crack I was, is an Irish oh, okay, okay, okay. thing. Okay, okay. So the crack den, that's the pun. It's not crack, but crack. Okay. Anyway, so we're on, we're on Tim's podcast and uh, oh, dude, Margot and I'm gonna tell you all about Sweden and start ranting on Sweden gave me PTSD, but I will get to you, my friend. Uh, we were on Tim's podcast yeah. and Daniel was there. He has, it's a new podcast because I think he- Yeah, it's only a few episodes yeah, yeah, and it was but, fun mm-hmm. and, and I could rip in. Wait, what was I gonna say here? Fuck, I forgot this one. Because you were talking about Daniel. Right, what was I gonna say that I started ripping into Daniel about something last night? Because Daniel's being insecure or something? No, mm, no. Yeah, that's true, true, <laughs> true, true. I'm not sure. Okay, he kind of, because when you were doing the live, I kind of see that he was kind of down. I don't know, he had this, like, when you were doing the uh, live show, like two days ago or something, he, he felt a little bit like he was- We may have been high. We may have been high. Oh, oh. Yes, we <laughs> okay. may have been high. Maybe that might like- <laughs> Well, that explains why I like- Wacky. He, like, I was like, why is Daniel like more lost than normally? Like, right. he, he, like he seemed a little bit Maybe like- wacky tobacco situation <laughs> happening there. <laughs> not shocking news, but okay. okay no, because so I was that's why Daniel yeah, might have seen Yeah, it. because I was like, is he depressed? Is he okay? Like, mm-hmm. do you need to send him some? Fuck, what was I gonna say about Because that was the thing, we just got really drunk and mm-hmm. did this podcast last night and it was fun and it wasn't streamed, it was just me. It was Daniel talking to, to Tim and it was just me interluding with stupid shit. Uh, Dan, oh, look, I'm all over Dan. I wanna stroke the mullet. Because yeah, look, if you see the mullet, you want to stroke the mullet. Like you gotta. And Daniel gets all these women talking to him. Like Daniel, you would be so much more attractive if you cut the mullet. And then I'm like, Yo, Dan, but would these chicks sleep with you? No, no. Unless she's gonna. Unless there's an offer on the table as your manager. I'll give you the advice that unless there's an offer on what the table- What kind of manager are you like? <laughs> trying to get my, yeah, I gotta get all the things for my client. You know, I gotta sort out all the things. You don't understand the depths that- um, uh, I've never got this package from- An me. artist <laughs> manager goes that, I mean, I mean, I let's say I manage your live shows. We're looking after dissidents. Where well, you are the producers. So. I mean, do you need stuff? <laughs> What do you need? Do you need boys? I don't know. Well, I, I never asked. Okay. Yeah, okay, you never, I, I never asked. You want I boys? Never. I'll get your boys. I don't know how to. And then he brings Ari and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. <laughs> you know, like uh, the manager can help with things. If okay. you need to talk to, I don't know. 
you know, so all I, right, you know, right, it seems right, like right, you guys, right, you right. got your wine, you got your performance, you, 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 you fantastic ladies. We you had got it our sorted. own cocktails. You got your like, own cocktails. We had cocktails named after us. We did that because we did the first Tissadent live show. We had also at, the Christmas uh, special as well. That was, but was that uh, No 99? We had like, uh, we had the cocktails in uh, uh, No 99 and also in Von Kral. Right. We, we had both. We yeah. had the first Tissadent live show in oh, No yeah. 99. Yeah. And it was cool. Oh, I dig, I dug that show so much. I don't know if anyone in the chat was in the, the first Tissadent live in No 99. It was a small no crowd, 99. but I like really liked the stage. We put so much effort oh, to God, it. God, that was fun. <laughs> it was a struggle bus, honey. <laughs> But it looked so good. It looked right. Like in the photos, it looked so good. Like I, I was actually thinking that, shit, I don't have a professional photographer because the stage, we put so much work on the stage and it, you know, the decorations and everything. It, it looked so good. Like I, I was really happy. I was sweating <laughs> because I was wearing a non-outfit, but you know. You did have a yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very funny. It, it, I was sweating like crazy, but yeah, it, it was, I had so much fun. Mm. And for me, when we did that first Two Sit Live, that was, well, much more than six months ago, eight months ago, a year ago? Oh, it was in August last year. August last year. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. 10 to eight months ago, let's say something, mm -hmm. whatever, something like that. And it it was cool because you and Mariana had organized your own cocktails. So there were special cocktails. <laughs> and I noticed that, of course, being a dissident live show, that there was more young ladies, uh, which was cool, which is absolutely great. Uh, the the men that came, I was looking at them going, what the fuck are you doing here? But okay, maybe you want to get laid. You come with the girl. You're like, yo, baby, I'm super sensitive. I listen to Tissadon too. I was like, okay, right on. High five, brother. I get behind that. And it it, 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 it struck me. It was like a show from our old days because there was so much effort. Oh. Right, like these days we do so many shows, and I'm not trying to say they're impersonal, and I'm not trying to say that we're we're not putting in effort. But when you're doing like shows five times a week, yeah, like yeah. back in the old days, we used to have a DJ in the fucking lobby, and there were lights so, that we would put up. Uh, Sander Mulder, I think. Sander Mulder would play yeah, at some I remember, of our shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we used to do a load of effort, and that's super cool, and I love it. But when you're doing like five shows a week, you can't do that same effort, and we really put that, as you said, that set. I was like, ah, oh, the set, why? And they were like, no, we're gonna put the thing. Yeah, we were- Let's do that. I'm like, I don't wanna do that. Yeah, With yeah. the tree, yeah. does the fun have to be there? It did have to be there yes, and we it was so great in the end. But it, like, yeah, we because we were just, we used the cloth, you know, it, it was the black background. We had so much plants and everything was extra. We had the candles and you know the poster and right. the, it was a lot. It was it looked like a fucking theater, the, like theatrical show, like mm. Broadway. <laughs> yeah, know? it was, it was nice. Estonian Broadway. Okay, like uh, and you know people actually they took photos. They were like, oh, we're here. Like they would like, they would get excited to see all the colors and you know the purple and this and that and uh, you can see it's extra. It's, it's our personality. We're extra. We would try to do. Mm. You know, one step more, like uh, we just, okay, of course we could just use a mic and be on stage and sit down and have a glass of wine or whatever, but that's not our side. We're like, no, it needs to look good. And Mariana was uh, like, that was her first thing. She was like, we need to have like these candles and this, this and these colors and like this lighting. And like, I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. But also with the Christmas show, like we, <laughs> I remember- Christmas show was the second show, which is a Von Kral. Yeah, and yeah. you were carrying the- <laughs> 
those stools and like oh uh, the stools. Well, that's pretty normal. I mean, for me as well, I got to admit, as producer, mm-hmm. having produced number of different artists, I also understood that it was your first show. And that's an important thing. And yeah. we got to put that effort in and put that extra. Yeah. Because on one hand, it's like we have lost something that it's hard to do that personal touch five times a week. Absolutely. And that extra thing. And I missed it. And when, and not only that, I mean, it was very obvious. There was many more women there. And that I thought was fucking right on. Like that's what's, we already have at Comedy Estonia a pretty good mix reasonably good don't get me wrong it can all be better but compared to um uh comedy in uh united kingdom or america it's more a male oriented thing sure so our gender balance is already better than that however when we had dissonant of course the gender balance was even better and i was like ah this is great they got the cocktails the drinks we used to have the because you have our own craft beer back in the day of comedy estonia I remember that. Yeah, 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 the old bottles are still over there, I think, actually. Oh, that's so cool. Um, and it really, while I, I'm not going to deny, I was frustrated as we were setting up that show. But once it happened and it was all there, I was very happy that we went to all that effort to Aww. make that very different thing. People brought us gifts. Yes. And we took photos like half an hour after the show, like on the stage. Yeah. And like, I'd never seen like anything like that. I, I was just overwhelmed. I was like, I couldn't sleep for two days. I was just like, <gasps> like, you know, it's so much adrenaline. And it was, it, it was so much fun. And actually there, there was one review, <laughs> like one person. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah there was review. like, one, That's great. like, you know, there was one person, right? Like, uh, like if this is a, okay, it's a, a podcast live show. So it's not like actually, it's not stand up. It's not theater. It's not, you know, sure. like bro- whatever. But there was one one girl who wrote that it was the best theatrical show <laughs> she has ever seen because she was laughing and, you know, like we're just talking crazy stories about, uh, you know, dating and childhood and whatever. We're reading letters and we're having a great time. It's like almost three hours or something like that. Uh, and it t- takes a lot of energy. After that, I go, I go home. I'm, I'm just, I'm exhausted. I mm. cannot even speak. I'm, like, I'm so tired. But, but I feel great. It's like, it's a mixed bag, and it was, it was great. I had so much fun. I remember now. I, I said that I had blanked out on what I was talking with Daniel last okay, night. Okay. I'll talk. This is what I, I spoke on the podcast last night with Daniel, and maybe it invertly relates to you. Oh, okay. So Daniel had said that. He uh, he's a single man right now, and if you are interested in Daniel Weinberg, you can certainly message him on any really platform, and he will respond. Ah. Um, but I was like, "Yo, Dan, have you ever dated a woman who has listened to your podcast?" And he said, "Yeah, I've dated a few chicks who listen to the podcast once or twice." Okay, he's not like a real player. Don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to make him out because he's clearly not. Um, and I'm like, Dan, you gotta stop and think about this for a while. You've just met somebody. Like coming back to this thing I was talking about before, why would I date somebody and then invite them on a live stream? That's the most fucked up <laughs> start of a relationship ship ever. But think about this, okay. that you've met somebody online and it turns out they're a fan of the podcast. Okay. So Daniel's talking to this young lady for the first time. They're talking. This, if she's, if that person, assuming that this young lady is a fan of the podcast, she's already listened to a bunch of episodes. This young lady has already heard, let's say, anywhere between three to ten hours of Daniel talking. That, I'm not saying it's wrong or bad. I'm just saying that's an imbalance. Yeah. 
in the situation that, and it doesn't have to be a killer. Maybe she's super switched on and maybe she's super chill and gets it and knows how to deal with it. Nevertheless, it still exists Mm -hmm. that she has listened to you talk for eight hours Mm -hmm. and you have not heard her listen at all because you're a man, you don't listen, but nevertheless, (laughs) you know what I mean? And that's still a factor and that takes a, a, a hip chick to deal with that. So how is that? Have you had any blokes who are blokes, any guys who are fans of the podcast, but have, you know, attempted to talk to you, do you think? No. <laughs> like, just, oh, shut that down. It's like, no, <laughs> no guy. Uh, most of the guys who actually listen are, are fans of TCD and are gay. Uh, okay. No, it's well, not. No, uh, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not. No, no. I mean, oh, <laughs> oh God, that was so that was not, so homophobic of you, that's Lewis. That's not what I meant. I'm not. No, I meant like only for you. I meant in terms of you, like, uh, like, uh, Silla ain't get nothing. <laughs> True. Like, pa- pardon me. Pardon um. Me. So. <laughs> Yeah, like because uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm I've met some fans uh, of the show because during during the live and and whatever, and most most of the guys they mm. they are gay or they're gay or they've got a partner. And that's, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, fair. but uh, like I don't mind because I know that eighty percent are women that listen to anyway, sure. and 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 that's cool. So I haven't met anybody who would be like, yes, yeah, Hila, I listen to you talking. 100 hours of shit. <laughs> I want to date you. Like. Oh my God. <laughs> no. This dude, we got to get him. Uh, <laughs> I know. Chronica headline. Rando, Chronica headline. Louis Ezra is homophobic. First of all, as if Chronica would talk about me. Number two, Louis Ezra is homophobic. Might actually increase my fan base in Estonia. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's so true. There will be like two things like, Right on, Ekre. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they were like, who is Louis Cesar? Who is, Louis? Who is yes, Why so. does he have like a weird Jewish name <laughs> or something like something? It would be something like that. But no, uh, like my friends, like I, like I have friends who who listen to my podcast and that, because they already know me. So they're like, yeah. oh, we already know your stories, blah, blah, blah. We know who you are. Like They're like, no, 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 we're not You're impressed. You're boring, but I'll listen. Yes, <laughs> we're not we're, I'm not impressed. But I like Mariana's voice, you know. <laughs> it's like oh. everybody likes Mariana's Mariana's voice. Mariana's the one getting some action here. Uh, she's been recognized. Yeah, she's okay. been, like when she has used dating apps, she's been recognized. So it's like, oh, okay, you do that podcast, and and actually, usually, yeah, but people are like, oh, Mariana, you're so great, and you have a great voice, and oh, Sila, you're also here. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so but but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I started to use Bumble this week. <laughs> Oh yeah, we need to get into this. Like, <laughs> guys, 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 y'all, if y'all watched a few episodes, you know I've been pushing Scylla. I'm like, chick, come on, honey. Come on, honey. Why aren't you on the dating apps? Why don't you have the apps? Why aren't you swiping? Why aren't you getting into it? And Scylla's always like, no, it's not the Scylla style. It's uh. true. But it, okay. But you did this week. Yeah. It's now literally I, the end of the world if I'm on a dating app. But I right. was like, okay, I got curious. I was like, yeah, I want to get into it. Let's, we're going to take, let's, because this is the best. <laughs> Guys, as soon as I heard Scylla was on a fucking dating app, I'm like, this is a whole episode. So, however, let's take a little toilet break. Sure. Uh, Kaisa is on there. She said, yeah. Kaisa says, uh, I have to say that listening to people's podcasts really does give you a good insight to kind of people they are, at least from my perspective. Now, Kaisa is 
our Comedy Estonia graphic designer. I know. She does all the graphic design for all the stuff. So I can only imagine what fucked up shit she thinks of all of the comedians. Daniel, me, Roger, Sander. Uh, she's worked Ari. She's worked on all of that. Mm-hmm. And then listen to our <laughs> podcast. So um, there's not enough guys on Bumble in Estonia. Boring quickly. Absolutely. Tinder has an overflow and Bumble is a slow-mo. It's a little bit higher quality than Tinder. Absolutely agree with you, Kaisa. We're going to get to this though, because you're on Bumble. We're going to go to the toilet and then the next hour <laughs> until Kulapod comes on is going to be us talking about dating apps. It's already five o'clock. I'm I like, know. Five past five. All right. Toilet time. Toilet time. Sure. Uh, are you going to keep talking to these? Well, if they want to listen, I'm like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Podcast is one like doing podcast is something that I I love. Like I love to do it, and I know a lot of things about. And it's really intimate. If it's like you listen to somebody's podcast, it's really like you really get to know. If you have listened to every episode of Tissident you really know what I'm all about and you really know my stories, you know, my background. We've had, had we, we've discussed, you know, okay, like funny stories from our past, but we also discuss about just really like heavy stuff and like trauma and, you know, childhood or whatever. Um, for me, it's like, I have so much respect if, if there's somebody like, um, uh, like, like I meet and they're like, oh, I know, no, I have listened to your episodes. I don't know. Every time I'm like, I'm not sure what do you think about me? Because it can go either way. You can think that I'm the coolest person you have ever met or you can totally hate me and you'll be like, you're a loud bitch, you know, you have nothing to say, blah, blah, blah. So I'm always like, I'm really cautious, you know, when I'm just, when I'm like just meeting people because I know that a lot of people don't like me. They don't like my personality. They just don't get me what, and it's cool. It's cool. And I, don't want everybody to like me anyway because I don't like everyone as well. But I, I'm always thinking that it's okay that I immediately I immediately know that if I'm gonna have like a friendship with somebody or not or whatever. So and thanks guys <laughs> that you think that I'm cool. Uh, it's it's so cool. It's, it's actually nice to read some positive comments or feedback or whatever because I do get a lot of shit online and I and I know I'm I'm I really. I have a really big personality. I'm in your face all the time and I don't give a shit. And, you know, and I, I, I get that. And for me, when I started to do this podcast, when I was always thinking was like, I'm just going to talk to Mariana honestly. I'm not going to pretend that we have an audience. I'm not going to pretend that it's a show or whatever. I'm not going to put on a mask. It's like me and Mariana talking as friends. Where's that vibrating coming from? Is that your phone? I don't know. What? Is somebody calling me? <laughs> Yeah, it's your bag vibrating. <laughs> Jesus. I hope that's the phone is the reason why Scylla's bag is vibrating. It's grandpa. it's grandpa. Oh, grandpa. It's too bad we can't. Okay. Oh, grandpa. 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 Oh, grandpa.
I actually call him puppy. Oh, puppy. Okay. Oh, puppy. <laughs> Not puppy chula, puppy. <laughs> That's your puppy. Big yeah, puppy. because he looks like he's Latina, but but he's really not. But uh, okay. All right. Oh, right. like uh, saying that. See, not everybody has to like. You're not chocolate. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Her bag vibro went high. I know, right? Her bag is vibrating. <laughs> it's on. Nobody ever calls me, but it was yeah, it was puppy. But I got. Uh, I told him to. I will. I'll call him back. I had that whole bit. I had that whole stand-up bit for a while because I learned that you could have a Bluetooth vibrator, like that was a thing. That oh, really? You could have the vibrator and the vibrating section, and then you, this could be controlled via the app. And I guess the wire was intrusive, and you could do what you need to do with the vibrating section, place it to the places that it needs to be placed, and then you can zzz zzz on your phone to you know get your zzz going hmm. i thought maybe it could be another room i thought maybe your girl could have it and you could just sit in the next room and be like zzz, zzz. how funny would that be zzz, 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 zzz. No, <laughs> like you just walking around zzz, zzz, zzz. <laughs> no okay like stupid guy fantasies uh so okay this is where we're going with the second half of the show so Silla kadri oh. sima you have an account. Yes. <laughs> on Bumble. Yes, it is. All right. There's only like 10 people in the app, so. <laughs> this is an interesting part. There, and that's true. There's many less people on Bumble than there is mm -hmm. in, in Tinder. Okay. Yeah, but, but I've been using it only like for two days. I was just like, I was just checking like what's going on. For me, yeah. It's, I am not used to dating apps. This is not something that I do because... I'm hyper extrovert. I go out. I I meet people. I'm social. You know, it's like I don't. I never needed this. <laughs> she says that, but she doesn't have a boyfriend. So okay, but cool, 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 cool. Different issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any, anyway, so yeah, I was just like, okay, I was just, you know, I, I at first I was like kind of overthinking because I don't know how to present myself on mm. a platform like that. Like, you know, like I was actually thinking like, what kind of photos should I use? Because I'm not gonna put anything that I'm wearing a wig or two, ex like two extra because without context, it's like, what? Like, you Okay, know? so you're, you're, you're considerate so, of the context already. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I was thinking like, no, I'm gonna put like photos of me that if I would go on a date with you, that's what I would look like, you know? I'm just like my basic outfits, you know, who I am just, you know, I was just searching, I was like, okay, mm. this is what I look. I think, <laughs> I think like, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, this is how I, I, I see myself. And I didn't write much about myself. I was just like, I was like, I, I don't know. Like, and I was just, I wanted to see what other people are do doing. And there's a little tiny tags you can put like how high, like uh, about your religion and whatever. And it was really interesting. I was just reading about like, uh, is he a smoker or non-smoker? It was like, I kind of got addicted. Mm. And I was like, hmm, okay. Like why you want to present yourself like that? There's a few like, more tags on Bumble. It's, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. There are a lot of tags and it's like, and yeah. So like almost every guy puts that, his height and he's always like seven foot or something like really tall. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Height's not an issue for you? Cause we, in no. our minds, it's a thing. No. And you like a short guy. Do you, you want a guy shorter than you? I'm almost 30. I don't pick anymore. <laughs> like, do you think I have an option? I'm not 21. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> you 21 year old bitches with your preferences and desires. Fuck you. <laughs> 
Wait till you're 30 and shit's drying up. You'll take whatever Mije comes along. Anyway, sorry. Go, go. <laughs> but, it's, but the thing is like, I usually don't fall in love with somebody's looks. I fell in love with somebody's personality. And then for me, it's like, I don't ever think that, oh, are you tall or short? Are you fat or thin or whatever? Like if, if I really like that person, if I have mm. some chemistry and I'm like, oh, okay, like I really like this person. But it's so hard when you see just maybe two photos of them. I'm like, I don't know. Like I, I haven't, like it's, it was so hard. And the thing was putting myself out there like that. I was like, well, I was used to the pe people judging me, but uh, they at least buy the ticket for that, you know, like, so, uh, it, so it was- Swipe left for five euros. <laughs> right, because you are so used to people judging you, but you have yeah. such a difficulty with people judging you on social media like this, on this, that, yeah, on yeah. social apps. Uh, and it was it was different because I, I never like met anyone online. I don't know how to actually talk to people online because I'm like, when I when I meet somebody in person, I'm like, yeah, hey, what up, blah, 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 cracking jokes, this and that. But I'm like, if I don't actually see that person, I don't, I have no idea yeah. who is he like. So, so yeah, I actually, I got one match and I was already ghosted. So it's like real life. <laughs> it's like real life, you know. Straight up one match and you wrote, you said hi. Because <laughs> yes. first of all, because as a guy <laughs> who, uh, you know, previously I had used the apps as well. And I always felt like it was my responsibility to say something first. Like the, the woman would, you know, match and then it was, me who needed to go like hi hi how are you what did you do today mm -hmm. hi i'm a rapist did you say you're a rapist no, i'm not negative i was like you really said that you're a rapist what the fuck uh wait wait, wait. So, so so kaisa kaisa clearly has opinions about bumble which is fantastic uh however i think that in bumble some men play the payback what is that card that's interesting yeah as in since the girl has to write them upon a match right 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 oh yeah that's so, the yeah, difference this, in bumble it's like a feminist app kind of kind of like but it's not the thing that you need to write them first yes yes uh, so of course he ghosted you he couldn't write first no, no, no. I wrote him. Oh. I wrote to him oh, and he has okay. 24 hours to oh, reply. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, no, <laughs> unmatch. Yeah. I was like, okay. Oh. And that's fine. Uh, yeah. So the thing is like, I have to, I, I have to be the first one to make yeah, the yeah, move. The thing in, in, yeah, right. Yes. Because I had that. I mean, I, I would match with a woman on Bumble. Yeah. And nothing. You're like, okay. Okay. Right, I was on. like, okay. So uh, like, and, how, and then. It took me so long time to actually write the guy because I was like, "What the fuck am I supposed to say?" I'm like, "I Just hi, hi, yeah, yeah I know." Hey, what's going on? That's all. Yeah. So and I was like, "Okay," but I, I'm just using it for two days, so I, I don't really know all the quirks and whatever. But I was just scrolling to it, and come on, like there was some <laughs> some things made me laugh so hard. For me, it's like. Those men trying too hard, like trying too hard. Oh, look at me, I'm so funny, blah, 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 blah. And you're using somebody else's meme or jokes. Or so this um, is a problem, let's go this. So okay, oh, sorry, men, I'm gonna we want, no, no, it's good. So men, we want to show, we have a sense of humor, apparently universally, apparently that's an attractive quality to have a sense of humor. Okay, cool. Uh, but then if we, but what you were saying is that it's important to show that it's not just a superficial sense of humor. Yeah. That it's not just a meme. Mm -hmm. That it's not something that 
okay, yes, we share a lot, lot of jokes that are not ours or memes or whatever. It's it's common, but is that the way you want to present yourself? That you're not original, you're really shallow, and you're just like, oh, I found this funny, ha ha ha. I'm right. like, okay, and and like like I I, I showed you some screenshots like mm-hmm. men with power tools. Oh, I like to screw, ha. Uh-huh. So there's like, one. So, so Silly like sent me this this screenshot this week, and it was a dude holding a chicken, like he like a real chicken, like a real life chicken, like a frozen chicken, not some pluck a duck shit that I was talking about on my Facebook. Like a like real, a real life chicken. Yes. And that was his photo of him, like, yo, Shirtless. I'm with the chicken. Another interesting part of the photo. So first of all, the joke is that he can pick up chicks. Ha uh-huh. ha. Not bad. <laughs> First of all, you're Estonian and you're using an English language pun. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, and that's reasonable. Uh, it's not okay, a this terrible. Is, this is like, the way you want to present yourself. Fine. Okay. But okay. Like in, in, the, in the case where you said there was some dudes, there's some other dudes who just put a straight up, put a meme there, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's bad. Now we, we can agree okay. on this. If you just straight up put a meme, a straight up put an internet photo, not enough effort. At least for this dude, cause she sent me the screenshot of this bloke. <laughs> at least for this dude, he went to some place where there were live chickens and he did indeed take a live chicken and hold a live chicken and had a photo. At least give him that. I'm not yeah, trying to say it's I will like, remember him. Exactly. True. I can see that there's personality. I will remember him. But the thing is, like, if you want to make the kind of joke, you know, okay, uh, think about the setting because there were so many things. Uh, like, okay, let's talk about aesthetics, okay? Let's, <laughs> you know, like, let's go. Like, my first impression was like, oh, you live in Elva or some shit, okay? <laughs> like, because the background was so, like, there was like a house. Shout falling. out to everyone in Elva. Love I was Elva. like, the house was falling apart. You have a chicken, your shirt. It was a farmyard. It looked like a regular farmyard in that and photo. And then there was like in the front of the picture was a sako original, like an empty can of sako. Like in the corner. It wasn't that prominent. But it I, I drink all like, okay, it's never going to work. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, you look like a fucking Estonian version a- of Joe Exotic. And I, I'm like, you if know. he was an Elva, he would be drinking a sak. He would be drinking it. He'd be an Elva. He'd tato. It would be alakok. Anyway. But you like it, it was not pleasing to look at. I was like, right. you can make a joke, but just like really put an effort to it. It was just like, you know, like yeah. It was like. So it, my it conjecture like, is with this photo that you showed. Okay. Me, that he did put an effort. Okay. All right. All he right. Did, all right. He went to the farm. Uh, let's assume. Okay. That this gentleman doesn't live on the farm. <laughs> we don't know. Gonna, we don't know. We're gonna assume that he doesn't. Give him the benefit of the doubt. He at least took the photo with a chicken. Now, however, I will agree with you that the thing that we only quickly alluded to was that not only was he standing there holding a chicken, he was shirtless <laughs> holding a chicken. And not only was he shirtless holding a chicken, this motherfucker was white. Like like mozzarella realness. Like glowing mm. white. Like like this motherfucker had just been in Chernobyl, <laughs> glowing white, holding a chicken. Put your shirt on, brother. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, there was also some accounts that I could see that 
yeah, you're extra and you're like, I'm this and I'm I'm funny and blah blah. But I, I, I'm like, don't try so hard. It's like you know, it's it's cool to make jokes and whatever. It's like, hard to know how much to try on. True. On, but on, there was literally a guy who had like silver paint all over that his body. <laughs> it's like, yes, I can get that you're loud and you want attention. I can get from looking at okay, and uh, mm. then there's some blurry photos of you and with your friends, and it's like really mixed messages. I don't, I don't get it. Like you know, it's like because uh, I, I take it like you know when uh, me being as a manager, I was like look at resumes. It's like a couple of seconds. You look like something, yes or no, yes or no, and that's how my that's approach. How you look at it, <laughs> that's resume. my approach. I'm like I'm applying for the job. What's the job? <laughs> Silly country. <laughs> that's what the job is. Where have I got to work? Silicadri. That's the job. I've been working on the railroad. That's the. Well, you cannot be allergic to sushi, so that's what I'm going to say. Ooh, sushi! <laughs> I never get so. Um, so. So I was like, look at it. Okay. You're trying too hard? No. You think you're funny? No, honey. <laughs> like, yeah. But there was like, actually, some okay. accounts were like, really like, I could. I could see that he has a fun personality, the way that he describes himself, but it wasn't like, not like, oh, I'm so pretentious and I think la la la, but it was, it was more like, you know, like, fuck, I hate this quarantine. I have never used dating apps. This is awkward. I don't know what, what I'm doing. If you're bored and you want to get a glass of wine, you know, swipe left or something like, it was like, person, like, sure. yeah, I can relate to that. A little bit of humbleness Yeah, I can relate to that. You know, you don't think that you are the best shit, like, this is me, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just like, you're real to yourself and you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm trying something new. And, and I'm like, yes, I can relate to that. And okay. I'm like, I was like, yeah, okay, I get that. And you're not being like, ha ha ha, like I'm making so much jokes here. And like, I'm putting like, answering all the questions in a really comedic way. Ha ha ha, like, you know, it's like, you don't need to do that. Just be yourself. So Bumble is, uh, the difference, so there's Bumble is another one of the apps and, and Tinder is obviously the one that everybody mm -hmm. knows. Yeah. And so the difference with Bumble is that the woman has to uh, start write the conversation. First, start yeah. the conversation yeah. first. You can't just be like, yeah, what's up, chicks? Um, but I found, now I did use in my time, I use Bumble. Yeah. There's not, as, as a few people pointed out in the chat, not as many people on Bumble, but- True. Bumble seems to be, I don't know, like a little bit more international yes. or something. So I felt there was less candidates on Bumble, yes. but the quality was overall higher. Mm -hmm. Now, which makes me wonder that Silica Drisima has not been on Tinder and I fucking want to be there when sh this chick starts going on Tinder. Uh, like, the thing is you start going into the fucking dredging through the sewers of social media. Well, here's the thing. Um, I, I wanted to use Bumble because, as you said, there's uh, more likely, you know, that non-Estonians aren't there, are there, you know? So I was just, okay, yeah, the thing yeah, is, like, the first thing I opened the app, I was like, hmm, I know this dude. Oh, I used to date with him. <laughs> I know. I actually knew people on their app and it was oh. like, kind of like, so, hey, what's, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, with my friends but like I, I knew a few people you like never that. did that you never was just like that person's my friend I'll just give them a match just to see if they match just to see 
And then you never did that one. Like, just to see if they match. Maybe that's a guy thing. Like, maybe she'll no. sleep with me. My friend will sleep no, with I me. No, I never. If I, if I know, if, if this is like my friend or somebody I know or work with or whatever, and I see this person on dating app, I'm not kind of because I'm not interested. We're friends. It was super. And I know, in fact, that my ex-boyfriends use Tinder and like a lot of people that I know use Tinder. So I'm like, I don't want to go normal. there. Okay, I don't want to go it's, there. It's normalized it's like, oh, these days. Okay. It's so awkward. It's just so awkward. I'm like, mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So because I, I've seen the screenshots, my friends tell me like, mm. hmm, see, lad, you. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> okay. And that's a great point about Estonia. You can't like not see yeah. your exes. You yeah. can't. And, and maybe if you're not a, um, how to say, super frequent user, maybe cause you like, you might see your ex like six months ago on the app, but they're like, they canceled their account and then they've remade the account. So then yeah. you see it again. You're yeah. like, uh, you again. Uh. Oh yeah. In six months, I would be hopeful that he had found somebody already. Like, you know. Maybe they oh. did, but maybe it didn't work true, out. True, true, That's true. the process. That's the game. For me, it was always uh, like, I have friends using uh, Tinder and they were always like, oh, I always thought that he was married, but apparently not. <laughs> or something. Now, this is the next fucked up thing. Okay. For me, so. it was like, so I, I don't know. I, I have so much like shitty opinions about this dating apps. And I'm like, it's never has, like, I'm not that person. And I'm now trying just, okay, I'm doing this YouTube live. I'm trying new things. I'm doing whatever. Like, I'm just like, because I'm fucking bored as well. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> and this is really the end, you know? Um, so I'm like, okay, I don't mind. And it, it's kind of, it's, it has been fun just to see what people put out in, you know, what they do and how they, how they see themselves and how they want to present themselves. It's, it's really interesting. It's kind of like- It oh is God, how you do that. Cause you start to um, like, I, I use Tinder as well. You can have a number of photos on there and you can let Tinder choose the order of your photos. So like, you know, what's the first one? Yeah. And, and Tinder uses the algorithm and the AI and the deep learning or some shit, I don't mm. know, to work out what's your most popular photo. And then it's gonna put that one first and oh, then the next. Okay, and, okay. But I think there's like, you had to like, I noticed on Tinder, you need to have a reasonable photo first, nothing too crazy, mm -hmm. nothing too boring, something in the middle. Yeah. And then you wanted a next one that uh, was encouraging. Mm -hmm. Then you wanted maybe one that showed you with a hobby. Oh, I like to play sport or uh, I go diving. I don't know what the fuck okay. you do, right? Yeah. Then maybe one with your friends. Like if you've got friends, you want to put that as like two, like three. Okay. Three. Like I got my friends. I like, love so, this theory. I'm like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really like taking notes. Theory. For me, so <laughs> notes. for me, it would be like, it would be a photo number three for me would have been a photo of me and Ari Mati Mustanen. Good friend of mine, absolute legitimate, but still like number three, not the first one, not trying to flaunt it. But if you decide like, okay, you flick through, you know, three or four, mm -hmm. three or four is your famous friend. Okay. You know, that you're like, oh, okay, he's not flaunting it, but it's there. You can go through. You always want maybe three or four as well should be a quirky photo. You don't want the quirky photo to be the first one. Of course not, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, okay, normal. You want to be like reasonable person, mm -hmm. not axe murderer, has friends. Oh, a little bit quirky as well. Oh, well, that's gonna be, you want quirky as like four or five that you've got that side, but you don't have to push it out. There's a whole, you don't need the algorithm. You just need me. I'll show you the order of how these things should be. 
Yeah. Louis, 40, not married. Oh, <laughs> it's true. Truth. <laughs> Truth. 40, me and Tavi. You know what? Tavi, also not married. What? Lives with his partner. They're not married. Research yeah, that. They have four kids or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and what a progressive idea. They're not technically married. He's not technically married to Louisa. But they've got kids. How modern is that? It's fantastic. Kaiser clearly has opinions about online dating. In Ireland, most men had five photos with their friends. It was the Um, figure out which one I am game. The least pretty. Yeah. (laughs) You can always use, uh, Marco says, always use your Christian dating app, bro. Christian dating. Don't go with it. Girlfriend was Christian, and I'm like, I used really, to have some trauma. Really, I came to Estonia and I found the one Christian woman in Estonia. Oh my god! Anyway, we're gonna move on from that. Why would some people put memes and random photos in their Tinder? I don't exactly. Why would Maybe you put a- something so generic? That's yeah. what we didn't understand. Yeah. Something there. Okay, so you matched to this one dude. There was nothing. He don't want to give you no no loving. So yeah, definitely. T- uh, so Bumble was more international. Less people were international. Sure. Um, I we've we've got a fucking somehow we need to have a live stream. I wish we could have a live stream of you going on Tinder on the first time, and we can see your phone. Like somehow we've captured the phone at the same on the same screen as you going. I don't know if it's actually you can do that. I don't know how that would happen. I'm not sure. That might also be an invasion of privacy. Yeah, I think it's an invasion. Gentlemen are on the screen. (laughs) But Um, I I decided that I I put my name just Silla. I didn't put Silla Kadri because it's so easy to find me if I would just put my like, you know, I didn't put my full name. So right. And maybe yeah, uh, I don't know. Let's see. I, I just. It's a new thing, uh, and I totally forgot. Like today, I just remembered. I was like, "Oh yeah, I have the app." <laughs> like you know, but uh, I'm not. I'm just still getting used to it. But it's fun. Oh right. Oh sorry. Stevie M says Tavi and Louisa were married in a church just before the whatever scandals happened. Okay, they were. Part of me, I didn't know. I for a long time they weren't married, <laughs> and it was cool. And that was at least when he was prime minister. He wasn't married. Okay. I'll give him that. Give him that. So, give him that. Yeah, it was like before yeah. the Me Too. So they did Me Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even before that, when he was prime minister, and that was one of the yeah, interesting sure things married, about yeah. him being prime minister, that it's an interesting comment on our society and even globally that he was our prime minister, but he wasn't married, which would not be acceptable in many other countries. Oh, okay. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just like, because he has like four kids or something. Two. Like, like two. Oh. Two. Even yeah. though he has loving relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two lo- kids long term all yeah. the thing is good yeah, yeah long term it's all great okay but he wasn't married which would be unacceptable in many other countries okay Couldn't no do it i just Australia. find it interesting yeah so i don't know right. but i know just don't I, have I don't a different last name right because if you're louisa Vark, you're like you want to keep that stage name you don't want to be louisa Rivas. you want to be i'm louisa Vark. Uh, i sing the songs yeah the brand yeah yeah, yeah you could keep on brand I mean, can you imagine? Oh my God! Would you? Okay. Oh. I- would you ever take? Do you think? Do you think that you would ever take a man's name? Depends. Um, if it matches my like, like oh. it, 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 okay. everything like. It's gonna match. <laughs> if it's gonna sound good, <laughs> I'm like you know, I don't know. Uh, here's the thing, like because my name is Silla Kadri, that I always thought that my last name should be something with an S or something because it's Silla Kadri Simari, so I'm so used to it. SKS. Okay, it does work, yeah. yeah, so it works. It's kind of like it's like a poem, mm. really poetic, so so nice. But the thing is, like, 
Estonian last names are like Karo and Puder and Kuske. <laughs> Regular <laughs> things. That's it's like yeah, yeah like pine tree or bear. Is that because the the history that I was told? Now you can correct me if I'm wrong here. Is that because okay, history scholar <laughs> here? I appreciate. Sure, sure. Okay, yeah. I've, uh, I'm gonna give my expert opinion on was that. Was that Estonians do have regular names like yeah. lake and yes. field yes. and tree and yes. all this shit because you guys were slaves? Yes. Up until even a few hundred years ago, even a little bit before that, and y'all didn't have last names, and then eventually you were like, oh, we're not slaves. We need last names. Okay, what's your last name? And you're like, God, poo, yeah, and yarv, yeah, yes, yarv, like. Well, as far as I'm concerned, it was like, if you had like a German or Russian last name, mm. it was made, it was Estonianized. Right. But if you lived in a farm and you only had first name, you were like, the farmer's daughter, something, blah, blah, dumb, some, some shit like that. Mm. So you got the last name from the farm or where you lived or like the location. Something around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, it, okay. it was like that, oh, I don't know what my last name is going to be. I saw water or something. Yeah, <laughs> <It's this>. like, <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, the, like the most common was dumb, I think, like okay. the tree and like, but for me, it's like, I always met guys whose last name was like Goose. Or beer or some shit like that. Like goes Olu. Really? Someone's got the last name Olu? Olu? No, like no, beer? No, no, oh, bear, 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 bear. bear. Okay, yeah. Karo. 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 Uh, okay. Like Karo or... Goose. Like What's goose in Estonia? Honey. Honey. Why? Honey. Hey, what? H- H-A-N-I? H-A-N-I. I. E. Yeah, okay. Asian country with most people not Kim. Keeping it real, Donald. Uh, right, so honey, so that regular kind of name shit, that's interesting. And I'm like, that's boring. <laughs> sorry, like, uh, your yeah, last name is boring. So, <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> I'm not uh, being shallow here and stuff, but your name does not excite me. So like, whatever, swipe, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna take my last name, honey. Okay, this is how it's gonna be. Maybe. <laughs> like, maybe you know. with the maybe you gotta. Okay, that's. But the I, I don't like the Finnish thing as well. But like in Finland, like it's like you get married and you put the two names, mm. and it's and it gets like uh, then there's like you have like three names and then two last names and it gets really complicated because where I, does it end? I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's how many hyphens can we have? I don't know because you sipek. Oh my God, it's too much. Because I remember I literally had a coworker. I'm really sorry about this, but like, uh, I remember I had to take his ID uh-huh. to make a card, you know, like a, like whatever documents and stuff because he, it was his first day at work. And I was like, okay, what's your name? He was like, uh, And I was like, what the? F-? Like, so many, <laughs> we got the vowels. They got and I was like, what the actual fuck is your name? No. <laughs> like, he was like three names, two last names, hyphens, everything. I was just like typing it in the computer. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> I'm typing? And it's like, and... And then I, I was just like, you know, and I didn't like because I, I had a lot of friends and they always had like in Finland, they, they had like two or three names. <laughs> and it was always like uh, Juhani, Tapio, Pe- Petri, Becca. and then Piranen, uh, Laitonen, something, Hermanen, uh, whatever. And, and then they had another last name and it's like, oh, the names, like it was crazy. And I, I can imagine like I would be Sile, Kadri, Simer, something yeah, else. Pakalainen, yeah. <laughs> 
torvalainen, yes. Elo, sille juukam turma ei parman, we make sauna and then uh, we mm. drink caro and you find me attractive of the woods. That sounded so much like Ari. Sima, sima caro, that's right. Sima caro, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, sila kadri sima caro. That would be as Kaisa has that suggested. That sounds like a um, politician, something like I'll, I'll be yeah, into politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. no finish, guys. We know that. Uh, we know that. So for you, so have you seen any Finnish guys on the Bumble app when you've been on there? Because you can match sometimes if you set the yeah. distance long enough. Yeah, eighty um, kilometers, you start getting those. Yeah. So I did that. You start getting those Finnish chicks mm. if you start matching, and the fear, like most of, if you're a guy and you get your Tinder or even your Bumble and you set the like 50, 70, 60, yeah, 80 kilometers, Helsinki, yeah. you start hitting Helsinki. But a lot of the times you start getting these bimbos. Like they're just these bimbo. And don't get me they're hot as fuck. So you're like, yes, yes. But you're like, what am I gonna do with this? You know, she's like, hello, my name is Yuta. And like, Yuta's got big boobs and she's blonde, but you're still like, nah, you're over there and you're in Helsinki. You're like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I have seen a couple of Finnish, mm. but yeah. I recognize the name, but um, okay. No, like, I've seen, uh, actually in Bumble, most of them are Estonian still. Hmm. Like, so yeah. have you got, to the end of the bumble. Did you get to the end of the swipe thing in this? T- I don't days? Know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you can get to the end, at least I, like when I was on Tinder, okay. I could get to the end. Oh. Like, and that's because I'm 40. So I'm out of the age range of most women on Tinder. So oh. there was a limited pool okay. of applicants as I believe we were referring them to. <laughs> so you could, if you were on a particular swipe mission, mm-hmm. it's reasonable to get to the end and you get to the end and Tinder goes like, no one else, you fucking loser. Oh, and shit. then you log on the next day and it's like, here's three more losers that maybe, you know, oh you God, might want to so match sad. with a loser. Did oh. you get to that end in, no, in I, you I, didn't? No, no, okay. I, put, I put, actually I was just like, I was like, hmm, I was a bit drunk when I had the episode. Mm. I put like 26 till 40. <laughs> like, sure. I was like, fuck 40, it. 40, honey, only 40? I mean, think Sorry. about things, okay? All right, think I think about- the guy's older than 40 and I'm like, uh, too old. Too old, okay. I don't know, it's like, uh, in certain point, I feel like it's more like a father figure or like not a boyfriend. Yeah, you're expressing your daddy issues at that time. Yeah, and my father is like 47 or Eight, okay. 48 or something like that. Okay. So it's Have like, you dated a guy who was almost equivalent in age to your father? He was like five years younger, yeah. Right. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he, he had a daughter, like she was 16 and mm. I was 24. Dang. Well, you're older, than, <laughs> you're older than the daughter. But like I had more in common with the daughter than the, the guy. <laughs> you know, like, you, know mm. like, because it, the, you can you can see in a, in a certain point there's like, Oh, is she a gold digger? Like, why is this twenty-four-year-old hanging out with this four? It was like kind of like this, and I had, I was feeling really uncomfortable. Okay, you didn't and like that and shit. yeah, at first I was like, okay, because I didn't know how old he was. The thing mm. was, he thought that I was thirty. I thought that he was maybe thirty-five. The truth was, he was forty-two. I was twenty-four. I didn't know because I met. I was like, oh yeah, he's We're cool. We're all lying about our age. <laughs> no, we didn't lie because we didn't know. And uh, we, we just met through my friend. Uh, where it was just oh, okay. really random. It was, yeah, 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 it was okay. so random. And I was like, okay. Oh. And I just, it was like on a second date, uh, uh, because he told me like, 
he wanted to be upfront, so he's like, I'm divorced, and I'm like, yeah, okay. And I asked, like, how long were you married? It was 20 years. I was like, oh. I was like, when did you get married? Did you get married at 13, <laughs> motherfucker? And he was like, I'm 42. Like, I got married when I was like 20. Mm. And I was like, I was like, you're over four. I was like, shit. <laughs> I was so shook. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I was like, you okay? I was like, I'm 24. He's like, you're so young. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <It was> Dang. <laughs> so, yeah, Dang, really? You're that so young? Oh. Because I was like, oh, but I thought that you were all, like, I was like, yeah, it was kind of awkward, but we got past that. And, and he was a nice guy. I really liked him, but it didn't work out in the okay. end. It didn't work out. It, and when I met his kids, I was like, things got too real. Like, I don't have kids. Like, um, uh, the divorce and everything. I was like, no, you have so much baggage and uh, I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm living a totally different life and I wanted to do different things and it didn't work out. But I still, I, I respect the guy. I like the guy. Hmm. And we, we left in good terms because he's a grown up, actually. And so he's, <laughs> he doesn't put on any drama. We didn't have any drama or anything like that. But in, in one moment, it was just like, this is not what I want. All right. So. So you still got some swipes to go on Bumble. We haven't. We can still sweep swiping. <laughs> we can still be finding some new candidates who could be applying with their CVs for the position. Um, I'd be interested to know when you get to the end of Bumble okay. because it's not that. That's uh, and also a lot of people in the chat have also expressed that that the pool of Bumble applicants are much lower than Tinder. Mm -hmm. And I think like I was mostly, when I was again, when I was back in the game, mm -hmm. uh, I absolutely, I could see that there were less applicants on Bumble, mm -hmm. uh, but there weren't, there were a lot, but not that many on Tinder. And then I would just, if I'm hanging out with my famous friends, like Roger Andre, Roger, and I would, you know, young, attractive, well-to-do, and I would browse over his shoulder at at his age level, the number of applicants that he might, endless. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah. less. So clearly her range has to match with my... Yeah proper age sure. and when you were someone like roger who was in the bam the zone it's like 20 it was just oh 13 like just so young roger so young and naive <laughs> just and there was so many more than that because sometimes i met i would match with a woman okay maybe woman is giving too much credit um, on Tinder. And I wanted to write back like, young lady, why did you match with such an old man? Oh, <laughs> because you're into that creep. Uh, true, I'm a bit of a creep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're the one who likes 18 year olds. Like, you know? <laughs> Change my ways. We've all moved on. We're all growing as individuals. That's yeah, because we're on a lockdown. We don't have a fucking choice. We have to be, have become- Or growing as individuals, becoming better and making better life choices. Actually, the one thing that I found really interesting is that my friend told me that he's now in a relationship and I was like, whoa, okay. I was like, okay. That was so it's sudden. Good like, thing. Okay. Well, it's a good thing. Maybe it's a new thing. It but still a, can be in a relationship. Okay. And I was yeah. like, I was like, okay, with who? He was like, with my ex. I was like, uh, with your ex. Sorry, oh, yeah. I was like, already like, okay, mm. interesting choice. And I was like, why? I was like, no, it's just during the quarantine. <laughs> Literally, like, 
he has an expiring date when they're gonna break up. What the fuck? And I was like- <laughs> Sounds healthy, I was sounds healthy. Actually, I was really impressed. I was like, damn. Dang. You were like, fuck it, we're in a lockdown. Hey, uh, baby. Yo. <laughs> like, what? Yo. Okay, so we're gonna be two months in a relationship. Take it or leave it. <laughs> I don't know. How does this conversation work? I was, I was, I was, I had so many questions. I was like, what? Imagine that the, the length of time that we're allowed to have sex is determined by Yuri Ratas. <laughs> Yuri says when we have sex, honey. Yeah. <laughs> we can only, we're only hooking up in the lockdown. As soon as the lockdown is off, I'm out of here. We done. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I was really impressed. I was like, damn, I don't have any kind of skill like that. Just to force somebody mm. to be in a relationship for me, with me, like for two months and live, to, and live together, actually. Like, live what, together. they're back living? They're living together for two months or something. And then it's like. So, wait, wait, wait. Okay. So, we <laughs> need to find more information out here. So, did they, did, was she just like one of them just moving out and had nowhere to go? No, 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 no. So they had reasonable living places yes. that they weren't being kicked out of. Yes. They just didn't want to be alone. So they were like, fuck it. I'll move in. Really? Not just like, no, yeah, I'll just come are, over every second no, no, night and no, get some nookie? I, no, no, no. Because I was actually thinking of visiting him and he was like, no, I'm going to come by your house because I'm not alone in my house. And I was like, what? Like, who's, like, what? Who is, who is, who, who? Who this? Who that? But you had to give up an apartment. You can't just give up a lease like this. You know, one of them had to give up a lease to move in with the other person. Hmm. I was like, wow. I, no, I was, I, I'm telling you. It's I, big, I it's big. I don't, yeah, it's interesting. I was like, that's, I never thought about that just to give somebody like, okay, so um, we can be together until the end of the crisis and then fuck off. <laughs> I had that when I was um, living in, and I know uh, Margot, if you're still watching, I didn't talk about stand-up comedy in Sweden because I'd lived in, in Sweden. I'm going, I'm connecting okay. this back. Right. Um, I lived in Sweden for a total of two years and I moved there because originally in 2007, because I was a backpacker, but I had an IT degree and that there was like a company that was going to pay me a lot of money to uh, be a consultant there. And they were like, yo, come to Sweden. And, and, and I... I went to this company's offices in Stockholm and it was like a goddamn stock photo. They were all tall and good looking and they had trendy, like not just suits, like trendy suits. And they hadn't just have a coffee machine. They had like amazing espresso machine and everybody had stand up desks and they're all looking like very good looking Swedish consultants. And like, do you want to work for us? We'll pay you a lot of money. And I went, yes, yes, I will. And I live for, two years in Sweden um, and I had a Swedish girlfriend. Wait, where was I going? Where was I talking about Sweden again? About stand up. Open stand mic, up. open mics or? Open mics. Oh well, yeah, how, anyway. How were the open mics? So anyway, I was living in Sweden and uh, it didn't go well. It wasn't a compatible society. I did do stand up comedy for the first time in oh, Sweden. Oh wow, I did not uh, know that actually. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was living there and actually I quit the IT job, but I was still doing some training. I had a bit of money, but I wasn't working full time and I was really bored. And I went, oh, there's a lot of stand-up comedy going on in Stockholm. Mm. Uh, I'll 
go down to an open mic. And I actually have the footage. It's not here, but I have the footage of my very first mm. performance. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and what I did, it was an outdoor gig. Uh, it was nice. It was like an enclosed, it was outdoor, but it was like an enclosed area. It was nice in Stockholm. It was the summertime. And uh, and then I started to do comedy because I was like, oh, comedians are so retarded. I really like hanging around them. They don't like regular Swedish people. And uh, and then my girlfriend was like, I work. I work during the day and then you go out at night. I don't want you to go out at night. And then this mm. was the beginning of the end. Mm. Uh, so it didn't work out. So I'm not a super fan. So I'm not a super fan of Swedish and their conformist ways. And I think they have a pretty conformist society. Mm -hmm. But that was that whole thing because they have lock they have no lockdown in Sweden. That's right so now. weird. I and they have, I, this is the bit I don't get. And maybe somebody on chat can fill me in into why this is. Sweden has like two to three times the death rate of Norway, Denmark, Finland, right? They have no lockdown and they're totally fine with it. They're like, yes, we're Swedish. Like the Swedish arrogance is so strong that they're like, fuck it, we're all dying. We don't give a shit. Like I spoke to my friend. He's a Canadian guy who lives in, in Malmö. And he's like, yeah, we're going drinking at the bar. I'm like what? And, and now the WHO today says Sweden's a model of like how it should be. And I'm like, but I don't doing anything. I don't get it. I don't I'm like hmm. if there's some herd immunity shit, it's quite a, uh, look anyway, Sweden fucked me up. Swedish people are arrogant as shit and they think Sweden is the best shit that's ever happened because ABBA, Ikea and meatballs are pretty good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I'm traumatized and I never want to go back to that country again. Well, I remember when I used to live in Finland, then mm. there were a lot of Swedish people who were like, mm, you live in Finland, so you must speak Swedish. You know, they were like, yeah. and they spoke, they immediately were like, and I was like, what? Didn't you learn it in school? Yeah. I was like, I'm from Estonia. I learned Russian in school. Oh, Finska. Yeah, you not speak Finska. Uh, yeah, and I was like, what am I still, like, because they assumed, you know, but you work in a restaurant, mm -hmm. so you must speak f uh, Swedish. And I'm like, they all think. I don't have so to do anything, honey. Like, and they spoke perfect, fluent English, but they, it, it was like the point they wanted to make. No, we're the friends of Finland and blah, blah, blah. Right. And they asked all- Swedish motherfuckers who live over the edge. We're like, audible. Whatever shit. We've got a yacht. I booked my yacht into Audible. Yeah, so that was the I was not I impressed. And the single thing was like, I thought all the uh, guys were gay because they were like tall and blonde and everything. I was like, gay. Yeah, you were never like, just I like. I don't know. They looked at. Mm, no. Swedish guy. Maybe he's got some money. You know, maybe he's got that nice. He's got a sweater on that looks nice. Not like some dude around here like me with- It looks like a square. Collection. I don't know. Oh, it looks like a square. What are we in the 1940s? <laughs> you square. Yeah, I don't know. Just... Straight from Greece. <laughs> um, okay, so we don't like Swedish men. We think that they're good looking, but we think that they're I, a little I bit Kendall-ish. Yeah, I never- Did you have a, when you were, you lived in Finland for quite some time, Finn Helsinki. Not three years. Three, oh, quite some, three, <laughs> three years. <laughs> so did you, let's say, even go on a date with a sweet no. Finn Swede guy? No. Okay. Not, not at all. Was mm. it you ever approached by one? Was that an option? Nope. Mm. Same with Australians. They don't like me. <laughs> they don't like you. They, they don't like, uh, Australians don't like me actually. Okay. It's, it's weird because I remember I have, it's weird. I have met a lot of guys from New Zealand and Australia uh -huh. and they're always like, um, yeah, I get it. Uh, you try to be funny. And it's like, what, whatever. 
You're loud. You're loud. Yeah. You think okay. you're you think you're so pretty because you're from Estonia, huh? Dang, <laughs> those Australian guys pulling that. I was like, going what? that full and, neg on and you. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> okay, yeah. but no, yeah, no, no. And also with Swedish men, they were like not impressed. Like, okay. Oh, so, you're some Russian wannabe or something. <laughs> oh, so you needed to date <laughs> some fucking you'll see from Ita or whatever the fuck who is a countryside boy who, you know, is just in the countryside and has no self-esteem. And then that was your... No, no, I, I dated one uh, Finnish guy. He was crazy alcoholic. <laughs> like he was just drunk oh, all the really? time. How unlike Finnish people. Okay. <laughs> I know, shocking. Um, so yeah, and when I found out how boring he actually is when he's sober, then I was like, it didn't work out. Was that tough? Like you sobered up and you're like this fucking The, the thing was like, I knew him for quite some time and I was like, oh, like we always like get along and we're making jokes and stuff. And I, I was like, I had a chemistry, but the thing was we were always out partying, drinking uh, with friends, blah, blah. So it's like already like the high energy in a room. It's like already you're having a good time because you're out, you know, you're not working or whatever. And I was like, always like I had this kind of illusion about him. Like, oh, he's this guy. He's really outgoing. He's really la, 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 la. And then I remember when I started to date him and when I saw him actually being just, sober and stuff and he made some really weird comments i was like what the fuck like are you for real like mm -hmm. where did this fun personality go away because he he was totally i mean like totally day and night like i was just like mm. oh okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> bye <laughs> i was just like sorry i was like i didn't know like you're actually like that so it didn't work like we didn't get along when we were sober it was so weird okay. like he was we were sober and i was like i have nothing to talk about was there at one stage before you'd sort of pulled it together and said, okay, fuck this guy, you know, I'm out of here. Was there one stage you went, oh, I got to get this guy drinks. Like you were like thinking like at that oh. moment where you're like, I can fix this or this is okay. You were like, come on. You'll I don't want to have, drink. I don't want to have a kidney failure, you know, because he mm. drink a lot. Mm. It was like when we were drinking, we were drinking a lot, like okay. the entire bottle of Jagermeister, what it like, like, a, like, Tons and tons of alcohol. So it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like we're just on a date having a glass of wine. We got shit faced. We went to the, all the bars, out, clubs, everything. It was just like, it was crazy. It was really intense and it was crazy. At first I was like, okay, it's fun. But he kind of lost his age, you know, it's like, is this, is this it? Like really yeah, like, just we just drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, uh, at one point I was like, this is too much, you know, mm. and then I was, I visited him when he was working and we were just, I was trying to talk to him like a normal person. Like mm. I'm actually like, I'm, I'm not drunk and stuff. And then I found out like, oh my God, I don't have any chemistry with this guy. Mm. Like none, <laughs> like it was so weird. I was like, I was like, yeah, but it's been always like when we go out, it's super loud and it's really, you know, there's a ton of people around yeah, us. Yeah. And I was like, I've been dating for, for, with this guy for three months and I don't have any memories. <laughs> like basically, like I didn't have any memories because I was shit faced the entire time. And finally I was like, no, this is not healthy at all. Like, no. Okay, it's not a good thing. Because so I think you should like me when you're sober. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> I think so at least. I'm not sure, but I think- Oh God, you're so picky. <laughs> why do you like me first thing in the morning? Really? Oh God, you want so much. <laughs> <laughs> These women so demanding, aren't they? So mysterious. I had um, maybe around the same time. I mean, I've, I've been hanging around here for 10, 12, 13 years or something. It's crazy. And, uh, it is crazy. And I would say an observation from back in the day is I did once or twice date a couple of Finnish women. And 
a little bit more back in the day. Like if I talk to an Estonian girl, mm-hmm. back in back in the day, not now. We're all different. We're all international. Right on. Back in the day, if I talk to an Estonian girl, she'd be like, "You just think I'm some Eastern European whore, don't you?" And I'm like, no, 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 I'm oh. not. No, you're like, no, you just think you're coming here and going to date some Eastern European chick, aren't you? And I'm going to put out. And I'm like, no, 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 what, what, no, no, no. But when it was in Finland, like Finnish chicks never had that hang up. They never had the, oh, I'm from Eastern Europe. I'm from, you know, whatever, some Soviet bloc chick who just some fin- bimbo who put out. Like in Finland, they're just like, we down to fuck like that's yeah. just finished like because that's just finished they get shit faced and that's what they do and i'm not trying to say i was fucking not at all but like i just never that level of res- i encountered many levels of resistance but not that like that like now maybe estonia is a bit more international mm-hmm. so maybe that's not uh look you'll get many more excuses but maybe you don't get that yeah. excuse anymore like oh you just come here and you just think i'm some Eastern european shit well that like, was the thing like uh like the Estonian chicks went to Turkey and everybody fucked everybody. And then there was like, you know, it was true. It was true. Like it was some period of time, like it was really happening. And everybody like from the South was thinking that we're a bunch of whores and we're like, you know, Canadian horny women and just, we want to fuck everything and everybody. And when I was traveling, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what, what, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not interested. So yeah, yeah, it, it, it was, but it's the thing, like, it's not only Estonians, there's a lot. It was like, it was a misconception about Western women because they were more like open and like about the sexuality, about having mm. fun, about feminine. They were like more feminist and stuff like that. And like some regions of Europe or even like whatever, Turkey, whatever, they were like, oh, but like a woman should not express that they want to fuck you. Or like, you know, they were like, so in Finland, I actually, I, I was like, okay, that's cool that people are really open. And they were like, oh, I'm gay, I'm this and that. I'm th- I like mm. this, I, pff, whatever. They were, I was like, wow, this, this is amazing. And I love that. But the thing is, I remember when I, w- I went out and it's at some point I was really like, people were really rude to me. Like there was like mm. some guy, yeah, some immigrants or whatever, like guys who were just working there, living there, studying there come on like really strong like i mean like they wouldn't even ask your name they were just like hey pink like hair do you want to fuck and i was like the, what the, like what the <laughs> like don't touch my hair especially like yeah it had like bright hair and stuff and like that and it was like really intense and uh, i felt really uncomfortable because it's like really you don't even ask my name it's like pff, like in this country nobody gives a fuck it's like, like you want to hook up or you don't oh they were used to it you trying to say they were used, used to, to finish yeah. chicks yeah it's just like so direct yeah so like you know huh. it's like we don't like it's just a hookup who cares like uh, yeah. and but for me it was like i was like what an estonian woman <laughs> Have some manners, honey, and like, mm. like it, it was, it was a lot, and it was like every day, huh. time that we went out with coworkers or whatever, there was always somebody who was just like offering, you know, like one night stand, and I'm just like, I know that I'm not that attractive. What the fuck is going on? Why is that everybody basically? Mm. It was like no, that the, they are, the mind, like, uh, how do you say, it? like the mentality was different. So, mm. and I was not used to that. I was used to that somebody who kind of like slowly try to pick you up or whatever. Like it was like, mm. it was not really direct. It was like, very you want me or not? Yeah. Yes or no. You want to come like, to my place? Or? Now don't get me wrong. As I, I hope to try to impress that I believe in equality. I believe in all mm-hmm. the things, but you know, look, if you're a foreigner and you move to Olu, maybe you should get some blonde pussy. Like just, you lived in Olu. 
like, come on, there's got to be some reward for moving there. Maybe that's their reward that mm. they're like, yes, we're in Rovanimi and your reward for living in this piece of shit cold hellhole <laughs> is that there's, you know, a few hot chicks. The locals actually, the local Finnish people thought that I was from the north because oh, yeah. they were like, you, you talk so retarded Finnish. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is, are you from Olo? I was like, what? <laughs> I'm from Estonia. Mm. Oh, you have a weird accent. I was like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, just, you know, whatever. It is six o'clock. Yes. So maybe we should wrap it up there. We could keep going, but of course, this is the Comedy Estonia channel. We've got a Kulapod happening. I think it's happening. I believe it's happening. I think it's happening with Carl and uh, Arado uh, right after this. Silla, thank you again for another week. Always. This is fun. This is good. So we're going to be back next week, next week again at four o'clock on Friday. If you're not sick of me, then yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> you're not sick of me. Oh my God. Oh. But you've got to, okay, you've got to get on Bumble. We need a few more Bumble oh, stories next fine. week. Fine. Tinder. We're Can you please be. match <laughs> at least somebody? Please we're match. Get you on Tinder. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to try both. And I'm. Um, very good. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We very much appreciate that you listen to our live stream. You listen to what we do. We're going to see you again next week. See you guys. Ciao. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.